I have to let people know there's no way that I just, you know, was able to heal cancer and I don't tell everybody, right. you know, right. that, you know, that there's, there's something you can do with just changing your diet and your lifestyle and you can avoid all of this pain and agony or most of it by, you know, changing the diet. And that, my friends, is Dr. Ruby Latham, entrepreneur, health and wellness, holistic health and wellness advocate, author, restaurant owner, the list goes on and on. Basically, black girl vegan magic on full display. We get into a great conversation. We talk about what she's doing, what's coming up, what she's leaving behind in 2018, what's on the menu for 2019. Just an amazing conversation. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Been around. You've been <laughs> featured on documentaries. You've spoken around the nation. You've done a ton of things. But we, so with that being said, most people will know that your journey to a plant-based lifestyle came via a health challenge. Now, exactly. Right. Now, so knowing that and the fact that you took that challenge on and you turned that challenge into a triumph by taking your personal story and putting it out there to the world, I want to know what motivates you to do that? What motivates you? Because you could have simply said, you know what? I've reaped all the rewards from this plant-based diet. <clears throat> I am going to go about my business. I'm going to just continue to do my doctor thing and life will be well. But no, you took on creating a YouTube channel, social media, plant-based advocate for health and wellness. Like, and knowing by doing that, it's a lot of work because I do it. Mm -hmm. So it's a whole mm -hmm. heck of a lot of work. What mm -hmm. made you want to do that? Um, You know, it, it part of it just happened. I mean... I was so excited about the results and just um, in such disbelief that something so simple have, hasn't been shouted from the mountaintops that this mm. should be common knowledge. And I was like, I have to, I have to be a part of this. I have to let people know there's no way that I just, you know, was able to heal cancer. And I don't tell everybody, right. you know, right. that, you know, that there's, there's something you can do with just changing your diet and your lifestyle. And we can avoid all of this pain and agony or most of it by, you know, changing the diet. I had to, it was like, it was like finding a, a, a secret that I'm like, this yes. shouldn't be a secret. Yes. And so I yes. have to tell everybody. So that was really the, the biggest piece of it. And a lot of things happened organically was, you know, when I was, did find out I was ill, um, I asked everyone I knew about what they knew about healing things naturally, like my entire, you know, email network, friends, family, everyone. So everyone knew that I was taking this natural approach because I was completely open to whatever information oh, they yes. had. And so when they found out that I was healed, everybody wanted to know. So they asked me to come and teach them and speak. And so it just started happening. And I said, you know, I think I want to do this. I think this is what I want to do. You know, it feels so much better than what I'm doing right now. I think this is what this is my calling. So. Oh, wow. I went with it. Wow. Yes, I, I can totally understand and relate. Although <clears throat> I came into a plant based lifestyle via a health challenge myself. I was dealing with diabetes and just being overweight and just, just going down really fast. And once I was able to find a way to bring myself back, I was, I think I was similar to you. I, I looked around and said, okay, 
this no one else people need to know about this and um, i looked around and i said josh why don't you start to tell somebody because this is too good to keep to yourself you can't be selfish you have to tell somebody and it just snowballs after that so I, i can definitely relate and i'm glad that you that is happening that way with you now let me say this now i have met you a while ago not briefly you may not even remember because you've met so many people, but it was at the DC Veg Fest a couple years ago and um, maybe three years ago. So I saw you had your little table. This was before What the Health, before, (laughs) you know, you got the big stage and, you know, you're (laughs) doing all this stuff that you're doing now. And, um, but little did I know that you would be, that would be the same person that is featured in the documentary. Let's talk about that. How did that even happen? I know you said things are just snowballing, but are you putting yourself out there or are the like things just finding you? How is that happening? <laughs> Most things are finding me and that's the, the beauty of it. Um, and that's how the, the, the documentary came about. I mean, I have been working in this area for several years now, so I, I know a lot of people and when they were looking for people with success stories, you know, my name came up and they reached out to me um, and I was more than excited to, you know, be a part of it. I didn't, you know, of course, when you do a, a documentary or anything like that, you never know right. how big it's going to be or whatever. <laughs> so I was just, you know, happy to be a part of it um, and really stunned by what a great success it was. But I know when I got to see the pre-screening, they let us see it, you know, those who are in the movie ahead of time. And I said, wow, this is different. This is yes. compelling. This is this is going to hit home with a lot of people. I felt it immediately when I saw it. They did such a great job. And so I knew it was going to be very impactful. Um, and to see how it just took off was wonderful and amazing. Right, exactly. Um I think you just happen to be in probably one of the most life-changing documentaries within the last decade, I, I think it's safe to say, because I have not seen the plant-based diet, a plant-based lifestyle take hold of, I'm going to say it, black people the way I've seen anything else. This is, mm-hmm. it's like a wave, it's like a tsunami. It's not even, I'm not even going to say it's a wave. It's like a tsunami that mm-hmm. has, that's starting to influence you know, people of color, black people specifically. Now, with that being said, and we understand the popularity of plant-based living now, a plant-based diet. Now, when you started your transition, being a black woman, when you started your transition and being a black person myself and understanding our culture, and that at that, I'm not sure how long ago this happened to you when you transitioned, but during that time, it wasn't as, as popular as it is now. How was the, not what the feedback, the interaction with family, friends, spouses, how, how, how were you being perceived? How were you handling that at that time when what the health wasn't out, all this stuff that's going on now wasn't happening and it wasn't as acceptable as it is now? How was the transition period in your life then? Right. Um, so it was 2007 when I made this transition. Okay. Um, and I did not have a ton of support for doing it. Um, you know, most, most people thought, you know, I should just go ahead and do the simple thing and have surgery and call it a day. Um, 
that, you know, even someone is first thinking it's a little irresponsible and that kind of thing. Um, But, you know, I just shut all that down. I had my family knows me and knows when I decide what I'm going to do, I'm going to do it. So they didn't give me a lot of pushback. They just gave me support. But those people outside of immediate family, that's about that's it. You know, Mm. so um, and I had one friend who was um, into natural medicine and studying to be a naturopath. And she was really the great foundation for me because she was like, yes, you can do this. Um, and so then I started from there just reaching out to every like natural person I could find to get more information. But yeah, it wasn't, um, it wasn't really, definitely it wasn't something that people thought was a good idea. And I just had to shut all that down and just go with my gut. You know, I'm like, I care more about me than anybody on the planet. So I think I'm going to put my best interests at heart and my gut is telling me this is the way to go. And my gut is telling me following for me, the mainstream approach is not right. It was a very strong, definite feeling. And so I went with it. And as far as, you know, eating vegan at the time, I didn't even really put a label on it because I was just trying to, I was ready, willing to try whatever until I researched and found that, okay, this is the plant-based approach, the whole food approach. So it wasn't really vegan diet. It was really a whole food plant-based approach that I was looking at. Yes. And so when you're eating whole foods, you know, it doesn't matter if they have vegan products or not, because that's not what I'm looking for. I'm looking for turnip greens, collards, kale, mm. cilantro. I'm looking for food. And that's in the grocery store. That's in the produce section. So that wasn't hard to find. Right. So from that regard, it wasn't difficult, even though vegan wasn't really mainstream because I wasn't really thinking about that. I was like, I'm just eating food that gives me life and nourishment. And it happens to be all be plant based. Right. Right. I, I, t- I totally understand. I, I went the this, this similar route. I, I just wanted to be healthy. And so opposed to claiming a label first, uh, I mean, it sounds that's what basically mm-hmm. what you did you didn't like okay i'm vegan now what do i do no i'm gonna be healthy and then you ended up in this vegan space right. it's like okay exactly. that's what it is it is but i'm health is i'm being healthy first that's if you call it what you right. want uh so that's refreshing to hear also so now okay fast forward that was 2007 um those challenges now here we are 2019 how how are you being received by family and friends now how, what is it like being Dr. Ruby now? <laughs> um, it's great. I mean, you know, my family's really proud of me and glad that I followed my gut. Um, you know, those doubters are, are surprised and happy. They're like, I guess you were right, you know, and they're, <laughs> they're excited. And then you have people who were very resistant now coming for help. Yes. And I'm more than happy to help. I'm like, I'm, 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 that's what I'm here for. So there's no, oh, I told you so. It's like, I'm glad, mm. I'm glad you've seen the light. Come on over. Right, you know? right. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's great. I, usually I use the analogy. I tell people that, you know, um, being plant-based or vegan, whatever people choose to call themselves, um, it's like being a farmer and we're planting seeds. You know, we plant those seeds. Initially, those seeds would take root. And when those those roots start to actually grow, we just have to be here to be that farmer to nourish those seeds. So although family and friends at one time may have looked at you sideways thinking like, OK, what's this weird stuff that you're doing? It's not even for black people. Eventually, mm-hmm. they'll come around and, and want to know. And we have to be prepared, just like you said, to just to help them. 
you know, mm-hmm. just help people. And hopefully you've studied up and done your research and you'll be able to help them. So that's that is also good to know that um, you're in a position now to actually give sound advice or guidance. That's right. And great. that's that was really part of it. I wanted to be able to help people more than just basic information. That's why I, you know, got certification in holistic nutrition so that I could actually give people a plan that actually helps them get from A to B with some more definite, you know, definity and so that you don't have to guess at it and things like that. So that's been really, really great. So, you know, I don't get the rabbit food jokes hardly at all anymore. <laughs> Uh, you know, one of my uh, uncle's cousins used to do- joke that every family reunion. Yes, yes. You know, and those have like stopped. So, <laughs> you know, so that that's, it's it's been good. And people are just becoming more accepting. And, you know, things like what the health and other things have just helped make it more mainstream that people are like, maybe I can do it. Because a lot of the resistance comes from believing that there's no way I could do that. Because mm. when I heard the term vegan and a friend of mine was going vegan. I was like, that's so extreme. And I was really <laughs> kind of um, put off by the idea right. personally because I was like, uh, just started going through the laundry list of things I wouldn't be able to eat anymore. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. I was like, vegetarian <laughs> is enough. It's far enough. We're not hurting the animals to get the milk. It's enough. You don't right. have to go so far. You know, little did I know you are hurting the animals to get yes, the milk. Yes, 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 uh, yes, absolutely. That's and it's interesting you you brought that up. I'm glad that you're taking it down in this direction. Let's talk about the animals and and whatnot. Now, I came to this lifestyle because of health. You came to the lifestyle because of health reasons. But there's one thing that I like to tell people that once you're in it and you you do get get there because of your health, you start to realize that your health is connected to the health of the planet, the animals, and so forth. I wanted to know with you, how how did that happen for you? Did And when did it happen? When did you start to take notice that, you know what, my health is absolutely important, but the health of my community, my the planet, the, the animals is just as important because it's all connected. When did that light bulb go off? You know, of course, when your health was coming around, when did you start to notice, like, wait a minute, there's health issues all around me. When did that start to take root with you? It was a couple of years later, actually, when I started, I, I moved to D.C. from New Mexico and I started working at a nonprofit, the Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine. And I started reading all this information that was definitely health related, but it was also planet related and animal related. And I was like, wait, I still, then I started asking questions, well, what's wrong with this? And I'm reading and reading, and the more I read and saw videos, I was like, wow, why didn't I know this? Mm. Just kind of like, how didn't I, why didn't I know about how easy it is to heal with food? Why didn't I know about the horrors of animal agriculture? Yes. I would have given it up a long time ago if I had known that it was this horrendous. You know, I don't want that kind of energy in my body. And so that's when the light bulb went off when I started, mm. you know, just digging a little deeper, getting more education. Because, you know, when you're in an organization that's promoting plant-based, life, plant-based living, you want to know all of the facets of it. And so I just dove right in and was, you know, another eye-opening moment. Um, and that was, you know, part of the thing, reasons why I was like, I know I'll never go back. I, I was never going to go back for my health. 
But even if I was thinking about cheating, I was like, I'm never, ever going to participate in this industry again. Yes. Um, if, if for no other reason than this is a cruel, inhumane, unthinkable thing that people are doing. Yes, yes. It, it sounds the same path. That's exactly what happened to me. It was like a light bulb went off and I started mm-hmm. to realize that, wait a minute, the health and, cons- and wellness of others are it's all interconnected so yeah that's amazing it's amazing and Mm -hmm. i I think a lot of that happens to a lot of people who kind of find their way to uh, a plant-based lifestyle they end up bumping up against this other information not that they're seeking not that i don't know i don't know if you were seeking it out but you just can't happen but to stumble upon it when you're doing the research and trying to find out how to make yourself better you stumble upon this I mean, is right that basically and you, what you get questions that you need answers to because yes. when you're out speaking and then people pose that question well what's wrong with dairy what if i do it this way what about this and then so i like to have informed backed up answers so i yes. started searching it out and so i could have an intelligent answer and then i now i have it mm. that's great yeah. okay you know what i'm glad you're taking it down this route as far as you like to do research now being, you know, you got that, you got that PhD after your name, which means you you are no stranger to when it comes to research, studying, mm-hmm. finding out information, verifying information. Mm-hmm. Do you think that training, as far as that education, helped you to where you are now? Because I, I heard you say a few times that you know I really would research on my own. Now I know you had your holistic friend, um, mm-hmm. but. It sounds like you did a whole lot of like research and digging into things, investigating just to make sure to verify information that maybe you've heard or seen other places. Is that the case? That is absolutely the case. I I definitely turned all of the research experience, um, you know, I was an engineer. So my mm-hmm. PhD is engineering and I did a lot of research in that field. Um, and so yeah, that's exactly. I just basically turned my health into my research project to mm. figure this out. So I think it helped me in that I wasn't afraid to dig into the journal articles, the medical articles, all of the the stuff that right. isn't so easy to read. I was like, I'm used to digging for that and looking up the sources behind the source, and that's what I was doing for a few months. That was I would do that every day. So I read everything from the medical articles to to the, you know, antidotal information, to the the stuff against it, you know, because I want to hear the pros and the cons. I want to hear from people who are against it, too, to see if it, what they're sure. saying actually makes sense. Sure. So I read it all, and everything was pointing in the same direction um, for me. So I felt pretty confident about what I was doing, and I felt confident coming up with my own nutrition plan after doing all that research mm. because I had done so much, you know, Sure, I definitely got help in the, in the initial phases from my friend quite a bit, but then I took that and then built on it and then came up with what felt right for me. Right, right. Oh, awesome. That is awesome. Okay. All right, Doc, <clears throat> let's switch gears a little bit. Now, I know that you have a whole lot going on as far as you also run your own I'm not sure if it's just online, but you have your own um, business, which is the, the, let me see, I wrote it down here. Uh, Holistic Health? Yes, yes, yes. I know you you run that that Mm -hmm. organization. So with understanding that and the fact that it says Holistic Health, I wanted to know, and when I think about Holistic Health, I think about 
all the pillars of health, which is mental, spiritual, physical. I would like to know what is a holistic, healthy day when it comes to you? Like, what does Doc's day look like? A holistic, (laughs) healthy day. What what is that? How do you address those pillars of health, those three or four pillars on a daily basis? Well, that's that's a good question. Um, I definitely believe in all of those aspects, and that's why I, I titled it as such because it's more than the food. Food yes. is the foundation, yes. but it's more to it than that. So, for me, it's a healthy day when I'm doing it well. Um, I'll get up, take a moment of thankfulness and gratitude. Mm. I will meditate. Um, I'll do my um, green smoothie. I'll go work out. Okay. Um, and then get down to work um, and then try to, you know, what I figured part of my thing that I was missing a lot is having more fun. So this year is all mm. about fun because work, work, work. I was like, OK, we've got to get back in balance. Yes. So yes. and how do you, know, you how do you do that, Doc? What when you say um, it was work, 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 how do you balance that fun and work? Or I know for some people or do you incorporate your work into your fun? How, how does that work? Right. I mean, because I really like what I do, so sometimes I don't realize I'm working so much. But, <laughs> um, but then I, for I realize, oh, I haven't, you know, connected. With, I haven't called my friends. I haven't yes. hung out. Or I'm turning things down because I want to get this done. So for me, it's actually scheduling it, planning, staying more connected with friends, and actually putting stuff on the calendar, taking the days off that I should be taking off to rejuvenate. Because I did get burned out like last year because I was working so much. And I realized because I didn't take a vacation, I was like, oh, well, that's why. <laughs> so yes. let, let's not do that again and, and just pace ourselves a little bit here and, and can still enjoy working a lot, but not overdoing it. So it's really planning simple things like ice skating, like hanging out with friends, like going to brunch, just making sure it's on the calendar to get done. Yeah, and just... then it's good. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. So with that full plate of stuff as far as uh, you try to add the fun in there. You have all the busy work that you do. Um, You have, now I know I had saw you vending at one time. So my question is what had to be dropped as, as your brand, as this, as Doc's thing starts to grow and grow and grow, what Mm -hmm. needs to be, what don't you do now, say this year, or you're not planning to do this year as much as you did last year? Is it the vending? Is it um, the veg festivals? Is it, I mean, and what are you adding? Will you be writing a book? What, I mean, what, what's going to be dropped? Because ah. we can't do it all. And can't what's it all. going to grow. I, I understand grow. that. And I've had to learn that you can't do it all. I, I agree. Um, yeah, I've got some great things that I'm adding. So I am dropping some things. So yeah, I don't have much time to do vending and things like mm-hmm. that at, at VegFest, obviously I'm happy to speak, um, but I don't have the time to be there, you know, all day and do yes. that anymore. I figured um, that. <laughs> yeah, and so, you know, I'm, I'm just more selective with the speaking events and just how I'm spending my time. And so I do, you know, always um, have time for communities that need help, whether they can afford it or not. I always make time for that. That's and good. students. I always make time for students and lower income communities, people of color, because that's, you know, that's me. So I have to give back. But then the other things that I can 
you know, drop off would be, you know, smaller events or things that I can't make because I am um, working on a book and with a really great author. So I'm, I'm super excited about that uh, to have someone who's, who's um, going to be co-writing it really with me. And then um, I'm opening a restaurant this year. I'm oh, wow. In DC. Is this, so, you said in DC? Yes. Mm -hmm. oh, awesome. So, awesome in the midst of the planning stages and renovations right now. So that's a lot of work because we've got staffing to do and all kinds of creative. I mean, it's fun mm -hmm. putting together is a ton of fun. Um, but you know, having to get down to the wire to finalizing it and, and all the details. So those are the two big things that I'm adding this year, um, that I'm excited about. And I'm focusing more on, my Holistic Health Summit, which is a big event. It's a conference that we do um, every year. So we're looking at expanding that to different cities. So we do it in DC and Baltimore. We're looking at expanding to Atlanta and some other places as well. So those are the bigger expansion things that, um, that I'm really excited about. Oh, that is that is awesome news. It, it, have you put that out there yet that you're uh, that a restaurant is coming and yeah, so is just this, or is, it, is this breaking it. news? Is this breaking news? Yeah, it's still breaking news. <laughs> I've only mentioned it at one other event um, because, you know, I'm just waiting to get a little more details of sure. like openings and things like that. But we're looking at, you know, late spring. So but there's no date yet. And we'll know better once we get certain phases done. Um, sure. But, yeah, that's that's the plan. So, yeah, it, it is news. And um I'm excited. I'm super excited. Yeah, I haven't made the official announcement like on my newsletter or anything yet. Um, just wanted to get closer, but I am kind of putting it out there. So, so I'm I'm more than excited about it. It's something I've been wanting to do for a while, and um, excited that you know I can put really healthy stuff on there that you don't have to feel guilty about eating that tastes great. You know, some splurge items too, but really the focus is on health and wellness and healthy food tasting really good. That That is awesome news. That is awesome news. And I'm just so excited to see your brand just growing by leaps and bounds. It seems you went from being behind a vending table a few years ago than when I saw you, that now you're on the big screen and now here comes a restaurant and here comes a book. It's really exciting to see all this yeah. happening. Because I, I know, I remember when I started my YouTube channel, I was on YouTube. I come across your channel. Um, I think it's the, the cook, you do a cooking channel. What is it called again? Veggie yeah, Chest with Dr. Ruby. Yes. yes. I was like, oh, this is interesting. Let me, okay. I said, oh, that's, that's a nice, that's nice. That's a nice little channel. I like it. And here you are opening a restaurant. So that brings me to my next question or not my next question, but next topic. Veganpreneurs, this whole order, vegan economy or the plant-based economy, and I believe it's now become an economy with all your your major brands as far as and even some of your fast food chains wanting a piece of this vegan economy. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to hear what do you think and how are you shaping and molding your brand to fit into this whole vegan economy? I know the restaurant is coming, the book is coming. But what are you doing? How do you approach it? Do you are you embracing the word vegan? Are you just going with health and wellness? How are you branding Dr. Ruby right now? Um, I am embracing the word, I, even though 
you know, you get a pushback from a lot of people and mm -hmm. I see a lot of people online being really fanatical about the word. Absolutely. You know? And I'm like, whatever, I'm not going to shy <laughs> away from it because you're being a little nuts. Okay. Right. So it is what it is. And it I want to be the voice of reason in this vegan world. <laughs> you're not going to take it over and turn it into this, this, oh, the crazy people with the 10 hats. We're not doing that. So I'm like, I'm going to hold a line here. There you go. There you go. So, <laughs> and, and make it accessible to everyone. I mean, I'm excited about the growth of um, vegan food and things out there, but I'm also concerned. Yes, because yes. A lot of it is junk. Yes. And so then people are getting the wrong message about what it means to be vegan. And, yes. you know, so then the word plant based comes and we're trying to make the differentiation. Plant based means healthy, <laughs> vegan means lifestyle, whatever. So, um, so I'm, I'm happy to see it for people maybe who would have never ventured into the vegan world. Maybe they're at one of these fast food places and they'll try that vegan burger, which may make them say, okay, maybe I'll give it a week and see what happens. I'm yes. excited for that, but I'm not excited that a bunch of vegan folks are going to start eating all this garbage now because yes. it's not healthy. Yes, and that's and what's so happening. And so when you get the major food manufacturers in on the trend, they just make garbage, and then you're not going to reap the benefits of a real plant-based diet when you're eating Oreos and Twizzlers. Yeah. It doesn't – you're just right. not going to get there. there you so go. there you so go. that's my concern. I mean, I'm glad if we the more animal products we can take out of food, the better. But let's not, you know, just – mess it up. Right. The thing. So exactly. my message is definitely whole food, healthy living in this plant-based arena. Oh, that's good. Okay. That leads me to another question. Now it's great to see you'll have this restaurant and I know, cause I know you, I follow you. I know that the person behind the restaurant actually believes in what they're putting out there they have a core belief behind the food opposed to of course you need the, it's a business you want to be profitable of course but it's not only about that because the person behind this restaurant actually believes in the message that the food is supposed to send out what do you think or what's your position on restaurants and i've been to a couple uh, restaurants who make entirely vegan food tons mm -hmm. of vegan or what's supposed to be vegan food and them they're not particularly part of the particular lifestyle they don't believe in a particular lifestyle but they're doing it be because they're entrepreneurs and they see is you know they can make money so they're doing it you know for those reasons does it bother you do you do could you feel com do you still feel comfortable lending support to like say if a mcdonald's comes out with a vegan burger which I think they have, I think they are, or they probably will. And you know that they could care less about the vegan burger. They just want the profits from the, the, the vegan economy that's like jumping up right now. Mm -hmm. Do you have any feelings toward companies, either big corporations or small entrepreneurs who are just in it for the profit? Or do you say, well, as long as it's vegan food, that's all that matters. I don't care who's behind it. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I do care, actually. <laughs> I mean, um, it, I'm, I'm kind of, you know, on the kind of really figuring out how I feel fully about mm -hmm. it. Me too, me too. <laughs> so I'm still still kind of spinning in my head. I haven't come to a full conclusion yet. But 
um, you know, those fast food and the giant corporations, um, you know, I'm not that excited about it. Like I said, I'm happy because maybe it'll help tip the scale in the right direction. Yes. Um, so from that perspective and making it more mainstream, I'm excited about it. Um, but I'm not excited about unhealthy vegan food that mm. I'm not excited about it because that's not something I'm going to partake of anyway. And I wouldn't encourage people, but I'm like, well, if you're going to go to McDonald's and you have a choice, <laughs> right, right. All right. Guess I'm glad you can get the vegan burger. So from that perspective, I'm glad about it. Um, but lending my support. No, I'm not going to be shouting from the mountaintops and advertising that you can get a burger at, at any of these fast food places. I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that. If no, I, have a client, I, I, I totally understand. I, and I'm with you 100%. I'm still struggling with and trying to understand it. Not understand, but trying to see how I feel about it. But you mentioned okay. something. You said something about, you know, you don't, as far as tipping the scale. And that brings me to my next question. Well, actually, it was a question that someone had for me. And maybe you can help me answer this. Or I would love to hear your perspective. Young lady writes me. And she says that she says, Josh, I am brand new to this plant based vegan lifestyle. And um, I live in a small town or I live in a town where a brand new vegan restaurant just popped up. So I go into the restaurant and I meet the owners or there it's a grand opening or something. I see the owners and they are, you know, visually, physically unhealthy. You know, they're you could tell that they're unhealthy promoting a healthy restaurant and she is conflicted she doesn't know is this a place i should support support based on the just the food and not really taking consideration that the people behind the food the owners are not health focused themselves when i'm struggling with my weight and trying to be healthy how would you address that? It's, to me, it's almost when you go to a doctor and a doctor says you have to lose weight or do these things, but the doctor himself or herself is obese or overweight, is not, you know, sure. taking on a healthy lifestyle. How do you, how do sure. you deal, handle that? Or how do you, I don't even know how yeah. to answer her with that. Right. Well, here's the, the thing on that is that the problem is that a lot of, you brought up the doctors. Yes. A lot of doctors don't tell their clients their patients to lose weight because they feel funny about saying it because they're overweight, but that shouldn't stop you from telling the truth. Mm. You can say, yeah, I know I'm not following it, but the science <laughs> said, if you lost now, do you pounds, really think a doctor's going to say, yeah, I'm not doing it, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, at least you are still at a obligation to tell people True. the truth, True. whether you're living it or not. So I would say if that restaurant is truly serving healthy food, yeah, you can promote it and eat there. I mean, perhaps these folks are eating, you know, fast food burgers in the evening. Who knows? We don't know. Mm. You know, I mean, I don't know why you can't, you know, judge exactly what's going on there. But if the food is, you know, they're using the right oils or no oils and the food is truly healthy, I would still support the place because we don't know what, you know, what they're right. eating or doing on their own time. That's true. So, we don't know if they're there. Maybe they're at a certain place in their particular, their personal journey, they're not right. where they were, but where they are now is much, much more improved than where they are. So you're, I, I agree. And I think it comes right back to what you said, what you did, which basically like you built a foundation of knowledge, research, 
And I think my answer to this young lady should be just that. Do your own research, gain knowledge, and have understanding. So you're not basing it on a visual of what you see. You're basing it on actual obtained knowledge. So this way you can make informed decisions. Regardless of the way things look or the way people look, you can make informed decisions. I think I think I'm going to do that as far as responding to her, because I like what you've done. You know, get the knowledge, get the information, make a sound decision. Yeah, absolutely. And we don't judge other people that harshly. So I don't think we have to. It's really about the food at this point. Is this food going to be nourishing or is it not? That's your decision point. Now, if you're dealing with like a health coach or something, then. You know, I'm kind of the same way. If my trainer doesn't look great, probably not mm. going to sign up with them. You know, yeah. that's well. That, that you know what? That's great. That's a great analogy. If yeah, and I think most people would agree with you. If I'm going to mm-hmm. get a trainer, if the trainer doesn't look the part, or I'm probably not going to sign up with that that trainer, or I'm probably going to think right. twice. No, that's 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 great. That's great information. Um, now. The next question that I have for you is, is a real, is a simple one. And you probably were asked this a million times, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Maybe I can get a, a different answer, but for people, and I know people ask you this all the time. They say, doc, what is, what is the first thing I should do on this journey? What is the first thing you suggest I do to get started? I might get that uh, email or a DM once every couple of days, like, I, I don't know where to start. What do I do? What does doctor say? Right. Um, for me, I think it's, it's, it, it varies. It depends on, you know, why they're doing it. And if it's a, you know, if they're just switching, transitioning or had the health crisis or whatever. But the main thing is it's like, well, first you got to find some options of what you're going to do because I don't want you to try it and fail, which mm. is what's, people do, they say, oh, I'm going to go vegan. And they made no plans. They did nothing. And they just said, you know, I'm going to wake up tomorrow and be vegan. And then they they have <laughs> nothing to eat. And they're like eating just, you know, fruit and peanut butter. And then yes. after like a week, they're like, I tried this and it didn't work for me. I didn't have any energy, you know. So <laughs> I was like, so we've got to educate a little bit about your options are, what it means. First, let's understand what you're switching to, you know, what it actually means. Cause some, a lot of people still don't know the difference between, you know, vegetarian, vegan and things like that. Right. So let's, let's get the information first and then let's look at what do you eat every day? How can we start swapping some things out? What is it going to be? Let's actually find, make a little bit, make a plan first, Mm. how do this before jumping into it. Um, so I'm like, we've got to find some recipes. We've got to find some vegan friendly restaurants. We've got to find the things that I've seen most people, the reason they fall off of the wagon, so to speak, let's fill those gaps in first. So let's get a plan. Let's find some good, healthy recipes that are, that, that fit your ability in the kitchen. Some people don't really cook. Right. Uh, and how to do that. So really, you've got to have some information and some recipes to get started a, a week or two of what you're going to do. And then you start expanding from there. That's that's good. That's good. I usually what I usually do when people do ask me that I kind of follow the route that you took. Basically, when you decided that you wanted to be healthy, because mm-hmm. from, from our conversation, it sounded like that was the first thing you wanted to do. You wanted to be mm-hmm. healthy. Vegan came to you. 
because yes. you just wanted to be healthy. And I right. think once you are educated, and you mentioned that as well, once you mm -hmm. educate yourself, you know you have a reason why you're doing this. Like, okay, I have a reason why to be vegan because it's healthy. And then it seems as though that, that vegan kind of will meet health and it all kind of comes together. And then before you know, you're on that healthy highway. That's what I call it, the healthy vegan highway. And it just exactly. happens to be vegan. It's not, I'm going to be vegan and then try to get healthy. I'm going to get healthy. And then mm -hmm. I guess if that's what I am is vegan. So right. I, I mm -hmm. like the route that you took. And I think mm -hmm. that's the route that I took. I, I think that mm -hmm. sounds like sound advice, it, the recipes yeah. and all that. That's the, to me, that's the fun stuff. I don't, that's why I really mm -hmm. talk recipes because it's mm -hmm. so much fun finding recipes and different mm -hmm. ways to put different things together. That's, that's the fun part. But the mm -hmm. understanding, I think, um, is what we need initially, and right. then we can find our way to uh, the being vegan or plant-based, right. whatever, because mm -hmm. it's inevitable. You'll find your way there if your goal is to be healthy. Wouldn't you agree right. with that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there are um, a lot of other, quote, diets that people think are super healthy, like keto and other things mm. like that. They can kind of get lost a little bit in the weeds, so I get a lot of those kind of questions. And I get a lot of, since I do the, the online cooking show, I get a lot of food questions. So yes. it tends to be more focused in that direction. But I do agree. Um, it's focus on your purpose and the health of it. And that way it answers a lot of the follow-up questions I then get about, well, what about this food and what about that? Is that healthy? If you understand what healthy is, it kind of helps you navigate a little better. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree. Okay, Doc. Yeah. So we we cannot end this without talking about food because, you know, that is like the leading issue when people think vegan, they, they think about what's on your plate, you know. So, of course, I have to ask you, what's your favorite vegan or of course it's vegan, but what's your favorite dish? Like what is what is what is Dr. Ruby's go to meal? And I'm not talking about eating out, like at home, because you cook, so you can do a lot of this stuff yourself. So what is the go-to for you? Um, well, there's the go-to and there's the favorite. Those are definitely different. So. Okay. All right. Okay. 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 <laughs> Just so, so, so kind of sparse that out for me. Let make me understand. Okay. It's the go-to and what's the favorite. Let's, let's first do the go-to. Um, you know, the go-to is simple. Okay. Um, really simple because I like to keep it simple because I, I often don't have time to make a lot of food and sometimes I'm cooking for other people. So I like um, two things are going to be my my go to's. I like um, beans. <laughs> I like Mexican food. So mm. my go to if I'm just like really hungry and I want something that I really like, I'm going to do refried beans with onions, saute the onions really good, refried beans, a bunch of greens, um, tomatoes, salsa, all that just loaded up avocado. Yes. And I'm going to be really happy with that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And make a nice cashew, like cheese sauce on it. Yes. I'm, 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 I'm very happy. So, okay. Okay. So we have a happy doctor. We, if that's the meal, that's yeah. a happy doctor. So what's your yeah. favorite? And then I like, um, I'm also Southern. Okay. So my other favorite food is, is going to be organic yellow corn grits with um, sauteed mushrooms and leeks on it and um, maybe some tempeh. But yeah, I could just eat a bowl of really yummy grits with some coconut milk in them. So they're really creamy. And then a bunch of sauteed onions and 
mushrooms and some spinach or kale. Because I got to have the green to break up the starch. And so yeah, it's really. Got to have the green. Got to have the yeah. green. Got to have the green. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. So last question. I really appreciate your time. So last question. This is definitely a, kind of like a food question. And I think every home, every cook or every vegan person, plant-based person who cooks for themselves, there is one item there is that's always must always be in the cupboard. It's like, I can't run out of this item. It's, it's like, it must be in the house. What is it? Oh man, there are so many, but, um, I'll, I have I'll, like, take, I'll take more. Give me, give me uh, Dr. Ruby's top five must haves must be in the, um, in the cupboard items. Okay. We must have smoked paprika. Amen. Cause it makes everything taste better. Amen. Um, and it has to be smoked. And I use tamari, the gluten-free tamari, because ah. it makes everything tastes better. This is um, your doc. This is your taste better list. Your top five yes. tastes better. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Go right ahead. <laughs> yes, yeah, so it's all about the seasoning, right? Yes, it's all about the seasoning. Yeah, so that's that's where I'm focusing. Garlic. I mean, I must have garlic. If I'm out of garlic, I'm like, whoa. Amen. Hallelujah. Have- Amen. Hallelujah. We got to have garlic in the house. I have to have garlic and onions. It's like what has happened if that's not there. Garlic, (laughs) onions, smoked paprika, (laughs) tamari. Um, And of course, I do have nutritional yeast, of course. But I I, I was waiting for it. I was was waiting for the nutritional yeast. I was like, I was waiting for that. I I knew. You can't even claim the vegan label if you don't have nutritional yeast. You can't. There's no way in the world you can claim it. And if someone says, oh, I'm vegan, and they don't even know, they haven't even heard of nutritional yeast, not to mention they don't even have, like, they don't buy it in bulk, then I'm like, wait, we have to have, we have to have a conversation. (laughs) Right. Yeah, I don't buy the containers anymore. I buy it in bulk and oh, refill it. Oh, the same way. I, I buy in bulk. I buy the nutritional yeast in bulk. I mean, because I'm like, you know what? It just doesn't make any more sense. I'm using way too much and too many things. So, yeah. you know, let me just buy it in bulk. Yeah. That, that was, that's funny. I'm writing down your top five because I definitely got to put that out there. that is very interesting so okay so i'm not going to hold you any longer we it's been about what about 45 minutes we're right on time i just want to take opportunity to thank you for your time and just thank you for all that you're doing it's amazing to see the growth in your brand and then your your the message that you're putting out there and i just cannot wait and whenever you open whenever you open this restaurant please let me know I'm I'll come to DC. I would love to do a like a video kind of situation yeah. um, because I'm, I'm excited for your restaurant. Thank you. I appreciate that. I will definitely be shouting it from the mountaintop. So I will let you know. 